Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochil Carmona. Today, I'm joined by Sandra Garcia. Sandra is the founder of Papelitos Lindos, a Latinx stationery brand. Papelitos Lindos is representing cultura through stationery, one papelito at a time. Sandra is a first-generation Latina born and raised in the south side of Chicago. So I personally have always had a love for stationery. Not so much greeting cards have never been my thing, but Papelito Lindos has definitely shifted that. I'm about the right type of stationery, especially when you see items like happy bitty bitty birthday, dedications to your abuelos, amigas, amigas por vida cards. They just give what I need them to give. They hit close to home and definitely catch your eye. So I'm super excited to have Sandra here today to talk more about her journey. So thank you so much for joining us today, Sandra. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah. And I know Sandra's been busy, busy, busy. So super excited to have here on Work Miha podcast. And as we normally like to do, we'd like to get a little astrological with it. So Sandra was kind enough to share her whole birthday, birth time, a birthplace. So I definitely got a whole peek into everything. And um, for those of us who want to follow along, I like to share what we call the big three people's sun sign, uh, which we all kind of know that's our main birthdays, your moon sign, which kind of rules the emotions and your rising signs, which you can kind of come off as. So I definitely really kind of already saw a peek into with your combos so sun sign was Aquarius and I feel like there's always with Aquarius women there's always like a little bit of an intimidation I feel like kind of like bad B you know little vibes <laughs> um but definitely Aquarius sun can be described as very independent autonomous very progressive ideas aka the stationary line <laughs> and I personally like I love Aquarius another air sign sister they're very much visionaries and I feel like you really have to be when running your own business coming up with new concepts creative ideas and one of the other things I was reading up as like Aquarius definitely um friendships and camaraderies are definitely something you know really important and what better to keep you close to your friends than cute little stationary items to send them and mail them especially with this past year um the next item moon sign so this rules your body your emotions leo moon another business owner leo moon side and definitely a creative field which i thought was interesting because yeah it's definitely a very passionate creative there's you know grand way about you and you guys can't see but I can definitely the red lips speak to <laughs> the Leo moon um but love it and the rising sign I thought this was an interesting combo with your sun sign it was the cancer rising and I thought it was very interesting because I feel like almost as an Aquarius and a Cancer can almost seem kind of opposite. Sometimes Aquarius, because I feel like maybe sometimes you can be very much in your head. So maybe you've, you know, thought of everything, you got the answers and you keep it moving and someone's like, wait, what's going on? So it can come off maybe as cold. I know a lot of Aquarius, Aquarius placements, but like you processed, but you just didn't communicate that. <laughs> so, but while that can maybe come off that way, cancers are quite the opposite, very nurturing, very caring type of people. But I feel like what's more intimate 
than what you do. I feel like you have to have a very intimate way about you to create these very loving products. So I thought that was altogether an interesting combo. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I was, I'm not that into astrology. Like I'm aware of my sign, but when you asked me to like send you the things on the like, damn, I don't even know this. Like I should look into this before. Yeah. And I did, and I was reading into it, and I'm just like, every like meme I've read says that I'm like cold and distant, and I'm like, damn, but I don't feel like I am. Like I'm actually like pretty expressive to like the people I care about, you know, like mm-hmm. fine, like I'm super open, but like, so I get, I don't know. It was, I, I think it's interesting. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm distant with my feelings. I feel like if anything, I overexpress myself. Um, it's the cancer <laughs> rising <laughs> and a little bit of that little moon. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> nice. See, it's good to look into astrological when you're like, I don't, I don't get this, but it all comes together, all the pieces, but definitely something to keep in mind. And I will be keeping in mind as we go through some of these questions and learn a little bit more about you. I might be like, yep, that's that. That's that. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, we're going to go through this and she's going to know more about me than I know about myself. (laughs) I'm a creep like that. So (laughs) awesome. Awesome. Okay. So now as I was reading about your astrology, I was also reading up on the Papelitos Lindos website that you started your business in 2017. So tell us, tell me, tell the audience a little bit more about yourself, what you were doing before and how Papelitos Lindos came about. What inspired this journey into stationery? Mm-hmm. Well, um, before Papelitos Lindos, I was teaching. So I started mm-hmm. off as a... Um, as a teacher assistant, um, I worked in Inglewood and then I worked in Brighton Park um, as a Spanish teacher. So I taught K to eight Spanish at my last job. Um, I didn't go to school for teaching. Uh, I'm a sociology and social work major. Hmm. Um, and I worked within the charter network. So whenever you work within the charter network, you technically just need a bachelor's and then they teach you how to teach, right? So. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I did. And that's how I got into the education system. Um, and yeah, uh, in when was it 2019, I lost my job. And I had already established Papelitos in those in 2017. Like I was, um, I would find like stamps, I've totally changed the way I run my business now, but I would find cute stamps and I would do embossing and like, the designs were never necessarily mine up until like 2000, 2020. That's when I was like, all right, let's go. Like we're done using other designs or other designers. Now everything's going to be yours or mine. And that's, that's exactly what I did. And um, yeah, so that's kind of like a really short uh, <laughs> uh, path to like, how, or explanation as to how I got here. But um, I really enjoyed being a teacher and I was really sad when I lost my job. Like losing a job is not easy. And mm-hmm. it, like it, it chips away at your soul. And the reason that I lost my job, I was like dumbfounded. Like what the, like what? Like, and, and it just like, it broke my heart because I had never worked in the Latinx community, right? Mm-hmm. Like I worked in Inglewood, which don't get me wrong. I loved working there. I had so many great students, but it's different. You know, like I could say chancla 
and they mm. would be like, oh, chancla is con che, pero también es una chancla. Like, there's like different like meanings behind. It's just a different type of connection that I felt with students that I had never had, and it was through language, and it was the most beautiful experience I had ever had teaching, and it mm. made me want to like go and get my master's and try to like figure out what I wanted to do. And then when I lost my job, I was like, damn. But I have this other thing that I also love to do. And I just, and then 2020 hit. And that was just like, what, (laughs) you know? And that's when I really was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do. I no longer wanna work somewhere in, like losing a job is traumatizing, (laughs) you know? Like, mm -hmm. I don't wanna do that. Like here I have something I could build for myself and like there's so much potential in what I'm doing and it you know people want to call any Latinx a niche but we're not a niche and we are not a minority we are the majority and for me to find an opportunity to create stationary specifically for the Latinx community like you don't see that too often. And there's, there are so many people popping up and like I'm getting to know so many other Latina stationers. And it's so beautiful to be a part of this community where we're literally creating representation through in stationery. Because it's such a, even like the wedding industry, even like custom stationery is such a white dominated industry. So to be here and to be like, no, you're not only going to see notebooks that say boss bitch or badass or whatever. You're going to see things that say poderosa and chingona and jefa and, you know, like, yeah. So it, it was a really hard transition, but I knew it's what I wanted to do after I lost my job because I never wanted to put myself in that position again mm-hmm. <laughs> to like, that's such a vulnerable place and I, I don't ever want to be there <laughs> oh yeah definitely and like yeah you don't think that's gonna happen and I feel like the way you described it is pretty much why specifically greeting cards has never been my thing because you go into Walgreens and I don't know there's some more funny but they're so they don't speak to me you know, like they don't, I'm looking for something for my abuela. I'm looking something for my tia, you know, like, oh, you know, a jefa, my business owner friend, like, I'm not going to find it at Walgreens. I feel like it just almost felt like just so bland, basically, you know, like most um, like grilled chicken and veggies, you know, just a little salt and pepper. I need a little sazon in my, you know, stationery. And yeah, that's exactly what I saw when I see your stationery. I was like, that's me. That's for my friend. That's for my sister. That's my mom, you know? So, and it's true. It isn't a niche, but it is such a small group right now that it definitely needs to be bigger because that's what it is. It's representation. I want to see myself, my family members. And I feel like that's why it's never been a thing of mine. So totally, I think you hit close to home with that one. Um, But then question. So you 20, I feel like it almost feel like such a small gap. I feel like you've been around for so long. so much longer in a way so you started your own designs um what was your first item that you created your your first personal design for the shop um my first personal design for the shop was uh, 
I shouldn't say I haven't been. I, I'm, I'm going to go back. I shouldn't <laughs> say I haven't been creating my own designs because I have. Um, but I don't even know. What was my first design? My first design that inspired me to make things was my brother's wedding in the, um, Save the Date. Um, I found like the stamp on Etsy and then like I trimmed like a border like it was all handmade it was really beautiful um, and that's what inspired me to start to create and then like my first official design I want to say was the Sol y Luna mm. that was one of my first design that was my first design um, and I brought that one back recently as a print and then I I'm going to put it back on the shop. I don't think it's on the shop, um, but it's embossed and it's black and gold. It's really beautiful. Um, so yeah, that was my first one. Nice. Mm-hmm. And one of my other questions was going to be, but I think we kind of know. It, one of my questions was, is when did you move from doing this part-time to full-time, but you're saying pretty much it was because you lost your job and then 2020 hit and I feel like almost sometimes that can be a common thing where maybe it isn't your choice mm-hmm. per se, but it's almost like a blessing in disguise. Cause had that not happened, do you think you would have taken the sound full time? Absolutely not. I would be, the thing is, is that having a job is security. So mm-hmm. who wants to lose security? Nobody, you know, I was, I was getting a decent salary. I was, you know, like in yeah, no, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I wouldn't have left teaching had I not been forced out of teaching. And I loved my job and I loved my students and I wouldn't have walked away from that. And do you feel like maybe, cause going back into where it's like, it's very much more a like white based industry. Do you, as a part of you feel, cause like I feel, does it feel like it's almost, it would have been like a privilege to be able to do that, you know, to be like full-time. Cause it's like, I feel like there's almost like a sense of guilt sometimes uh, taking on such a creative passion that maybe isn't going to make a lot of money in the beginning, you know, like you need that security, right. To, in order to take on your passions. And I feel like to get into such a creative industry, you have to have somewhat of financial stability to begin with in order to be like, let me give it all up and take this on full time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is a huge privilege, you know, and, it, and it, it's, um, I say that all the time. Like, I, you know, whenever I talk about this opportunity to figure it out, like, is a privilege because our mothers and our grandmothers and our fathers and our grandfathers and everyone we know around us had to work and Mm -hmm. nobody is doing, you know, like I have a cousin who owns his own business, which is beautiful. Like he has the window cleaning business and like, you know, like this next generation is like a generation of entrepreneurs in my family. And like, Mm -hmm. I love to see it, but like, I look at how much it's taken for us to get here Mm -hmm. and completely acknowledge it's a privilege like I saved a little when I was you know like it's what you and it it wasn't a plan Mm -hmm. but just what I've been able to do and you don't make any money the first two three years of your business like you really don't so I'm not giving myself a salary you know like I'm not there yet but I can't wait to be there Mm -hmm. you know and um 
Yeah. And it's not easy. This is like the hardest thing I've ever done. Like mm-hmm. I was being such a little bitch about things last week, this week. And then like, I got a haircut. I was like, all right, I'm a new bitch now. Like I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> like that's it. We're done. And uh, I woke up a whole new person today, but like, it's really hard, you know, like, and every day, like I try to remind myself that I get to do this. And mm-hmm. It's really nice to see other entrepreneurs or to talk to them and talk about what a struggle this shit is because it's hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's definitely one of the most mentally draining things, probably. I think that's a big part of it for sure. But honestly, yeah, like that's why I am just impressed when people you start your own business. Like a lot of people don't get it, what it takes. And especially when you're not starting from a place of privilege. So in a way, you know, take that blessing in disguise to have taken those steps because it feels like a risk to be like, yeah, let me just do this full time. Like, no girl, I got responsibilities, got bills to pay. I got school to pay for. I got, you know, like all this crazy stuff. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you've moved from, uh, part-time to full-time. And then I I was reading, uh, up that you have a production manager. So is that the other person part of Papelitos Lindos? Tell me about that. Like, what does that partnership entail? Like, how did this happen? (laughs) Thank you so much for bringing him up. He is the light of my life. Um, Bruce Bug Garcia. (laughs) He is my shout out. Yeah. (laughs) He is my office and production manager. Um, he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. He keeps me on my toes. Like I, I got Bruce in 2019. So right before the pandemic hit, and this isn't something I talk about often at all, but like I was transitioning out of a relationship. So like, and then the pandemic hit and then like, you know, so I mean, you just, let's just, just leave those two there alone. You know, <laughs> that's all you need. Right. So like, Bruce has been my constant in every day since I've had him. And I'm so grateful for him. Like, he's made me go outside. Like, he's made me, like, he's, I know I saved him, but he also saved me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, he's so perfect. And I love him. <laughs> so what does a production manager do for oh, Papelitos he, Lindos? <laughs> he just, you know, hangs out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> So we just got a little clip of Bruce, which is a beautiful little fur baby, the top head of emotional support, shall we say? (laughs) Emotional support. Um, He makes me laugh. He's he's great. He's funny. He literally like if I'm not up out of bed, by like by nine. He'll like walk into my room and be like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's time to get up. It's time to go outside. Like, yeah, he keeps me on the schedule. He's, he makes my heart flutter. (laughs) I mean, and also, you know, you got to financially support Bruce too. He's like, I want to live the good life, mom. Like, you know, go out there, make those papelitos. (laughs) Yeah. Make make me rich, mom. Do it for me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So we've exposed who Bruce is. (laughs) is a big part of the team but you know like sometimes you need that I feel like especially this past year too to have someone there when it's just you yourself you know like you need someone there patting you on the back you need someone there just loving you when you can't don't love yourself that day maybe yeah, like the way that dogs just look at you with so much love like I can't even 
like Bruce has seen me at my lowest of lows and he like still loves me the way that and I just can't even like ah I love him he's amazing he's really funny (laughs) he knows you're great he's gonna remind you of that (laughs) you're amazing I love them Oh, so cute. Okay. Um, you also mentioned that you are a self-taught designer and which is crazy because I've seen your designs and they're pretty cute, uh, and a solo entrepreneur. So how did you figure that design process out the business process? Like, do you take classes? Did you like look at stuff online? How do you uh, do it? I, I learned a little bit like here and there from people that I could learn from. I asked questions um I took a class on Skillshare here and there well like mainly just playing with the program so I use Illustrator primarily I use Illustrator um and yeah I mean there's so much you can do in Illustrator it's I'm I feel like I have like mm, basics basic knowledge in Adobe like Mm -hmm. I'm not even that um familiar as familiar as I you could just do so much in the program and Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just like I'm learning Uh yeah but it's it's fun it's fun to learn you just google you ask you know I have a lot of designer friends so Mm -hmm. I don't have to ask um and shout out to them for always like helping me or giving me feedback on things and because sometimes you just need that you need someone who knows the program and learn from them Mm -hmm. so that's that's what I did uh but I only ask if I really need to. Most of the time, I just Google. <laughs> um, that's but, the that's that's the best tool an entrepreneur can have, honestly. <laughs> right, like you have to kind of just learn on your own, or else you're just not gonna do it. Um, so yeah, those are ways I've learned. But um, yeah, <laughs> did you start learning design when you went full time, or in between starting like part time when you wanted to do your own designs? In between starting part-time. Yeah. Part-time? Yeah, yeah. Um, like at the beginning, I've played a lot with design and different concepts. Even if they weren't like mine, I still visually planned, you know, like if it, like I have a cat, I used to have a cactus card. Mm-hmm. Like it had watercolor, like it was watercolor painted, you know, like it was like, so I still found other ways to incorporate my own, you know, ideas or my own hand, you know, mm-hmm. um, I also really love, uh, lining envelopes. So like, that was one of the, that was primarily when I first started, that was like my, that's what I would do for all my cards is line mm-hmm. every single envelope. And now I don't, I don't feel like every card needs a lined envelope. I feel like I could get like a sparkly envelope and that'd be it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, just trying to visualize. I've always visualized what I wanted it to look like. But then when I started playing with the program, yeah, just kind of, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but see, that's also very encouraging too to know that you don't need to know everything. You don't need to know how to do everything to start. It's, I feel like a common theme, figure it out <laughs> along the way, start small and grow. But that pressure of like not knowing is so paralyzing like because that's how I felt for a really Mm -hmm. long time is like yeah I'm doing it but there's still so much I don't know how to do there's still so much I don't have figured out that I should have figured out and um it it still really like I still struggle with that like this 
I'm doing it like mm-hmm. but I still feel that pressure and that like guilt and that shame of like why don't I know how to do this well I'm learning mm-hmm. right um so I've learned how to, this has taught me to be very compassionate with myself mm-hmm. and be very patient with myself because I'm learning and I'm learning so much but I still hate not knowing <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I but because you hate it so much, you you figure it out and you'll learn it eventually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's what you. It's just what you gotta do. Like, how bad do you want it? Do you want it enough to learn on your own, or to because you don't know, not do it? <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. And I feel like it's something. I'm just thinking about like stationary text font design choosing like I don't know anything about text font design like I jimmy rig the way that I do it but just thinking about like there's millions of fonts out there there's millions of designs like how do you what does your process look like like how do you narrow one down and you're like this is it after looking at or thinking of so many um I look I don't I I don't even know (laughs) I just you feel it <laughs> I drop it I, I so I give myself options yeah so I I'll like put it I'll like play with the text and see what I like and then put it to the side and then I'll really stay like I have to narrow it down it's a process of like but I give myself five and then if I really can't decide I'll make a poll and be like all right what do you like and sometimes most times I know what I like actually like I'm pretty decisive um I will say that and sometimes I don't agree with the polls. So like, I'll kind of just do what I want. And Same. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, and, and I don't mean that it's just, I visualize it differently. For example, for my Orgullosamente Hija de Mi Madre card, mm-hmm. I had a different font. It, uh, um, it was more like a cursive. It was still like bold, but it was like a cursive. And everyone really liked the cursive. And I was like, I like it. That's why it's an option. Yeah. But- really like the other one more and and it was a significant difference but I was mm-hmm. like I'm gonna go with my gut because I was gonna do it in like a light pink foil and I was gonna mm-hmm. have a light pink envelope to complement it and yeah it's one of my best sellers I'm like remember you guys didn't like that because <laughs> I gave you an option and no none of you selected it and it's a really really it's one of my top sellers so yeah I mean, sometimes you just have to go with your gut. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, um, I like to give options because I want to see what my audience wants, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll always take that into consideration. But sometimes I will just trust myself because I know what I like. Like I like to, I like designing and I mm-hmm. like fonts with like, and I like simple things, you know, like, um, I was once told you play it really safe when it comes to your designs. And I'm like, I didn't. And I'm like, but I like my designs and I don't Mm -hmm. care what you think about my work because honestly, I think my stuff is bold and I think it's great. And I think it's cute. (laughs) And like, I don't know, like it was just, and I didn't let what that person say get to me Mm because I, I I still feel good about my work. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that I can say that. And is it selling? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I like, I like working with bold and simple things because even like your shirts, you know, like 
you don't need a lot to make it nice or to make it to make it powerful or to like <laughs> or to you know like you don't need a lot that whole response let's get astrological was a very aquarius response it was <laughs> i and i vibe with it i get it because i was also looking because and you're 92 so you're also like me your saturn return is in aquarius also like me i forgot what other aquarius placement you had but it, it is a very, it's a good, strong placement to have, but it is, it is a very visionary response. It was very much like, cause I get into these moments too. Sometimes I'll do the polls, but I'm like, no, 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 no. This, I'm going to tell you what you, and you have to do it. I'm going to tell you what you want. I get very um, Kanye with it. <laughs> As I explained to my sister, I was like, I'm a visionary. I see it. You will see it. You will get it. We will market it right to you. And that's exactly what your response gave me but it's true, you know, and sometimes people think like, I want crazy, I want glitter, blah, blah, blah. And then you make it, ain't nobody buying it, you know? So it's like, there's a reason why you created this brand. There's a reason why people are purchasing what you're making. So obviously it's working. And yeah, it definitely comes down to, and especially when you get like those split decisions sometimes, like, yeah, you have to go with your gut and everybody's going to have their opinion. And sometimes even with the polls, I look at who is responding to what have you purchased? No. <laughs> and it's also great to see who's on your side in terms of what you like, because then it's like, okay, what do you do? Oh, you're creative too. Or, you know, you're mm -hmm. like, it's nice to like, for me, I look for where the creatives are going, you know, mm -hmm. um, because then it like you get it. And especially with people who are like familiar with stationery, like I, I especially value their opinion because they get print, they get paper. So, um, and of course I value the opinion of my customers because it's what they're going to buy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I will always take that into consideration, but like recently I was working on some notepads mm -hmm. and, um, they're going to be a smaller notepad. And I gave the poll in my stories and the difference was literally one vote, like out of, Oh, I eight, saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like out of 80 people that voted one vote was a difference mm -hmm. and that's what it ended up being and I'm like okay so let's make them both I'll do one in Spanish and one in English why the fuck not like I'm not going to use this as something to limit myself because I really like the one that ended up losing which was like the colorful one and everyone else really but like I get it I get why people want color and I get why people want something simple mm -hmm. so why not make everyone happy <laughs> yeah if you can too you know yeah. sometimes Sometimes you can't, if you have to, especially what people don't get is sometimes if it's like a, maybe it's more specialized product, you have to order from a vendor or something, then minimum order quantities. It's like, mm, maybe not, but if you can, or if you're now at a place you can do the budget, then yeah, why not? And then you can really determine which one are you going to restock or something later in the end. So exactly. Ooh, awesome. I can't wait for those to come out. <laughs> I didn't for them too. <laughs> yes, I know because I've been I've been running out of notepads and I'm just like ugh, just nothing I'm vibing with at Marshalls. Usually I'm just like uh, you know whatever. <laughs> so we will definitely have to get those papelitos lindos notepads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Next question. What has been the most challenging part about running your business? <laughs> Figuring out how to manage myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. I and have Bruce. Bruce is there. Bruce, get on it. <laughs> right? He's like, what? <laughs> um, 
I have definitely struggled with like yeah I doubt myself all the time you know like I struggle with imposter syndrome I'm my biggest I know I'm doing it and I know I I believe in what I'm doing but trust me I kick myself in the ass the whole way here like and I continue to but I think it's also what drives me because I'm also able to have like really great conversations about my work like this and to say like to you know but I really struggle with myself like uh just managing my time making sure I'm learning making sure I'm doing everything I should be doing like and I get really overwhelmed um Mm -hmm. so I'm learning balance I'm learning balance in between production between designing between managing between yeah all of that um that's been the hardest part you know like I think if you would have asked me this question last year I would have given you a such a different answer but like when I reflect on where I'm at now to where I was before I I believe in what I'm doing and I believe in myself so even if I'm hard on myself and critical it's not because I don't enjoy what I'm doing it's just I also feel like creative people are extremely critical of themselves and their process and their creation and it's not even my creations it's because I like my work um I don't feel critical of my work I'm just critical of everything else (laughs) Mm -hmm. and makes sense when I peeked into your chart you're heavy heavy on the Capricorn placements so (laughs) heavy on the critical and maybe even like the feeling of not doing enough even though (laughs) oh my god all the time like that's what I've been feeling oh I'm telling you up until today I was like I'm not doing enough and then like I just got up and started doing everything I needed to be doing because it's just getting it's just piling and it's just getting worse so I'm like all right I got this it's gonna be okay <laughs> but then it's just hard when it's only you yourself and you when it's like you don't have anybody to tell you what to do so it's kind of up to you but then also you don't have anybody else but you to acknowledge your accomplishments and that's hard that's on that can be harder for some people than others there's some people who do love themselves and have a really big ego but (laughs) it's hard um especially when you can be so critical or you want things a certain way and I don't know it's that's the hard part I would say too it's so hard um I have really high expectations of myself and I acknowledge that I've only been doing this I said to my friend I'm like I've been doing this full-time almost two years she's like yeah but technically this is your first year because let's not count the the other oh yeah like 2020 was so hard and 2019 was also really hard and yeah like so I'm gonna give myself that Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've come a really long way but um yeah I'm, I'm I'm happy and I'm proud and I'm happy that I can say that like I'm not so critical of myself where I can't sit and like you know hype myself up because right I'm doing it enjoy your wins Mm-hmm. I, I want to give myself my flowers because I deserve them you know and yes. <laughs> and no one's gonna acknowledge what I'm doing the way that I am because no one sees what I have to do to no one sees what I go through to 
do what I do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. All the behind the scenes. I love your like time-lapse reels. <laughs> um, just to be able to see the behind the scenes of such beautiful products and can sometimes be created in such a chaotic little <laughs> environment, but they come out so pretty. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next question. What is your personal favorite Papelitos Lindos product that you've created? Because they're all so cute. <laughs> yeah, I do have my favorites though. Um, I love my notebook. That is pride and joy. Um, that probably took a lot of work, no? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's something I outsource, but like I received the grant to like fund that project. Like buying stuff in bulk is not it's not cheap at mm-hmm. all. And mm-hmm. you know, it and producing things is not easy, mm-hmm. you know, or like outsourcing is not easy. It's a lot of money. Like, I don't think people realize, like, I can't just source 10 notebooks. Like I ha- I'm still probably sitting on like 75 notebooks. Like mm-hmm. I love that notebook. And unfortunately it's not my bestseller. And I think it's, I, I think it's the price point. Um, but I, I know my price and I know mm-hmm. why my price and it's made in Illinois. Like it's sort mm-hmm. of here and it's, you know, like I, I went to a small business to have it made and like, I don't know, like, I, I love that I supported a local print shop to get mm-hmm. that done. Yeah. Um, so that Which explains part of the price point. Absolutely. Yep. You know, like it was, it was a collaboration of literally four people to get that done Four different businesses, myself, another one. And not, like, literally it went to three places before it came back to me. So I'm really proud of that. Um, I really love my chingona card. I love the color, <laughs> the holographic. I love the font. Um, I have this card that says, I'm so proud to be loved by you. Oh, that's cute. And it's inspired by a song. Um, and it's an oldie. And it reminds me of my uncle and my uncle loved oldies and he died in 2019 and um, he loved Billy Stewart. So like when I launched the collection, I launched it with like a Billy Stewart song and like my cousin, his son reached out to me and he's like, this reminds me of my dad. And I'm like, that's why I did it. (laughs) And he bought the card and like, you know, so it's very like, there's a really special story behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really love my. I was looking at my amigas por vida card today, and I was like, "Damn, that's bold!" Like, I like that. Like, I, I love that one. I saw like that is cute. Especially yeah. as you get older, that means something. <laughs> it, does. it really, really does. Um, and yeah, those are those are my top. I love my notepads too. I think that they're really intentional. I love uh, my Toda Su Tiempo one. Like, it's very on brand with the colors. Mm-hmm. And Toda Su Tiempo is something my dad used to say when I was, like, being, you know, young and wild and, like, just in a rush to grow up. And he was like, what? Just slow down. And I think it's a really beautiful reminder. Is that Vienna vibes? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really love the collaboration I did with Gente Fina like the Black Lives Matter. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. um, That, so the Virgencita is theirs. Like it's what's on her jacket. And then like 
the concept and stuff like Abraham and I worked on it like we finalized it together but like yeah it's one of my favorites it's really beautiful um and yeah so many right (laughs) but that's awesome but I feel like and that's kind of what I wanted to I was like let me not ask that part but I feel like they all do have a meaning to them because I was gonna be like what did they how did that come about but they that they resonate they have a story behind them which I feel like maybe a lot of people didn't know of so hopefully they'll hear it on the podcast (laughs) yes and and, and that's something I want to be like conscious of too is like I think I struggle with that and I think that's why I struggle like I'm really great in conversation like this but like reels and like you know like having to show up like that like that's so intimidating for me and like I'm doing it but like I'm also not making reels the way like I'm not in front like I am but I'm not you know what Mm -hmm. I mean I'm not I feel like what I hate with reels is I feel like I have to be an influencer and I don't want to be that you know but like I also need to acknowledge that like I need to open up to my audience and share Mm -hmm. my story you know and like and I don't, I, yeah, I, don't, I acknowledge I don't do that enough, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. People want to see the person behind the brand, especially more so these days. Like, who am I giving my money to? Who is this person? But it also creates a connection too, mm-hmm. um, which I get it. Not everybody is a big camera front person. <laughs> so come on, people, let's, you know, give everybody their time. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> But at least, hey, you can get through with your words and your cards and the stationery. So that I think that's another very intimate way to get to know people. So that's awesome. Yeah. awesome. Okay. So now I have a couple of lightning round questions. So questions of like the first thing that kind of comes top of mind for you. So if you're ready, I'm going to go right into them. Okay. The first question is, who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? Mm, patty from hija de tu madre like yes oh my god the way that she started and the the legacy that she's building for herself inspires so many of us um she's really inspiring her story is really inspiring what she's doing is really inspiring she's a virgo i love to watch virgo business owners their vibe (laughs) yeah there's something about them so inspiring Okay. Well, next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I'm going to give a few different okay. categories. Oh, okay. Um, so creative advice is if you can visualize it, do it mm-hmm. right. You, if you can visualize it, you could do it. Um, and when it comes to like drawing, like continue to like work on building shapes because everything is a shape when you think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, <laughs> um, uh, try your best, right? Like just, that's it. Just try your best. <laughs> that's all you can do and acknowledge your wins because nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna do for you what you do for you and choose yourself always because like I just said, no one is going to do for you the way you do for you. And um, people can have the best intentions, you know, and they can love you in all the right ways. But only you can do something for you. So next question, what is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a career like yours? Take it one thing at a time. 
you know um and like find ways to ground yourself like sometimes I just feel so stressed out I'll go on like three walks a day like it's just you gotta do what you gotta do to like pace yourself mm-hmm. oh for sure or else you drive yourself nuts and get overwhelmed <laughs> and surround yourself with other entrepreneurs yes because I love my friends they're supportive in every way possible but like this is such a lonely place to be mm-hmm. <laughs> and no one knows how lonely it is and it is really lonely so surround yourself with other entrepreneurs because they get the hustle and they get the struggle like no one else does yes I think that's a very important one one that I've definitely been learning because nobody gets it like another business owner will get it even as simple as creating a notebook like Mm -hmm. right away I was like I know that was a project like you know what you know, size paper, what size lines, what like a hundred million things. So I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? A book, podcast, app? Google. Yeah. Google <laughs> University. Google <laughs> University for the win. It is free 99. Yes. Google, Google, Google. Um, I also think like Reels is really fun to watch to learn how to do things. Um, yeah yeah I've been learning a lot on TikTok small business like random like packaging or just sourcing stuff (laughs) and like there's also like like small business lawyers that go on there and they're like you should be doing x y and z and you're like ah you know like oh dang (laughs) (laughs) oops didn't know that thanks (laughs) I'll be there you too no (laughs) nice nice okay is there anything you would change if you could change about your journey what would it be no okay no I don't think so I think I just want to continue to improve on what I'm doing yes um I yeah I just want to learn as much as I can because I think about when I started when I started to take myself seriously it was during a really difficult time 2020 was really hard for so many people and then it didn't get easier in 2021 so mm-hmm. it got worse for me mm-hmm. and until it didn't you know and I think that yeah no I wouldn't change anything because it was hard <laughs> and nothing that I could have done would have made it easier oh, okay final question where can listeners connect with you online Instagram for sure I feel like that's where I have my that's from primarily my platform that's that I use. Um, yeah. And, and I realized like the importance of building relationships with my audience. Right. Like, and I love that. Like, I love when people like come out to my events and they're like, I saw, I saw you're going to be here on Instagram. So like, I knew I had to come out and like, I can't tell you how humbling and amazing it is to like, do that so like if you ever come out to my events and like tell me like you follow me on Instagram tell me like <laughs> I love to hear that shit you know like it makes me so happy to like be able to talk to people and to you know so online for sure Instagram in person at my events whenever I do them um yeah okay awesome make sure to follow on instagram at papelitos lindos and you can there you can find the link to her website papelitoslindos.com 
and purchased all the products. That was my final question. So thank you so much for joining us on the Work Miha podcast. If some of you have not heard of Papelitos Lindos, make sure to check them out. I have a link in the show notes so you can go either Instagram or just direct shop online. But then also you can order and pick up some of your products at Mestiza Shop in Pilsen, one of my favorite shops for a go-to everything. So that's pretty awesome as well. Yes, and I'm also going to restock the museum next week. Ooh, nice. In Pilsen, so those two locations. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. We'll definitely link those down below. So for those people who very much dislike shipping, <laughs> there's an option to pick up. Yes, there is. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Ugh, I know people hate shipping. It's like, no, 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 you can pick it up. We make it easy. It's all right. You're good. <laughs> Saves you the five dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm, you yeah. can buy another product instead. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And I will catch you guys all on the next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.